0: Hello, greetings, and welcome to the broadcast. I am Maggie Cavanaugh, your host, and today I have two women of God with me. They are co authors of this amazing book, and I'm going to hold it up here and I want you to screenshot it. I want you to write it down if you don't have a screenshot. I want you to take note of this because this is something that you want in your library as well as a gift for those who are going through it. And when I say going through it, I mean, going through it. We've all had some sort of battle. We've all been through crisis. But what Lou endured was definitely a, a test uh, over a period of time where she stood on God's Word. And the title of the book is Signs of His Presence, Experiencing God's Comfort in Times of Suffering. So if that title doesn't grab your attention, I'm not sure what will. (laughs) So I want you to write that down and stay tuned on the broadcast because you need to uh, get this out to your friends or family. Someone who needs a word of encouragement because these ladies are sharing with us kind of how this book came about and why they wrote it. And uh, Patty is a dear friend of hers and you can read their bios uh in the in the broadcast notes but i want to start out with luann and luann you went through so much and in a time of uncertainty you still took the charge and said, okay, God, I'm gonna be obedient regardless of how I feel. So tell us a little bit about that because before the broadcast, you were both sharing with me that this was written in real time. This was not like I overcame and I think that this would encourage someone. You were going through it and Patty was right there with you during this time. And so talk a little bit about that if you would.
1: Certainly. well, um, it was a very, very difficult time and I kept, um, I would just constantly focus that if I could see God's hand, if I could just see that he is with me, I didn't understand what was going on, but if if I could see his hand and know immediately that I wasn't alone, that my husband and I, that we weren't alone, that he was uh, with us. And, and that's what I was primarily journaling and looking for and focusing on. From the very beginning um, of, of our ordeal, I don't know if you want us to go through all of that, but I needed to know that God <clears throat> was in control. Mm-hmm. Uh, we faced unsurmountable uh, difficulties, and and it was you know with the injustice with my husband, and I didn't know that that even was possible, and so I um, struggled and, and and struggled, but I was keying on His Word. Was looking for answers. I was, um, you know, just journaling every day. I'd been journaling for about 20 years up to then, but I um, just continued that. And Patty was a close, close friend that I immediately said, I, I need help. And mm-hmm. I would call to her for prayer. And as things began to unfold, she said, You have a story. And I said, Oh, I don't know if I have a story. She said, You have a story. You have got to tell this story, and it is—you know—it's God's story. We we live through it, but it's His um, intervention. It's His uh, daily presence. Um, whether it was the, the spiritual warfare we were uh, facing, or whatever it was, we uh, the suffering, He was still right there with us. So. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. I love that. I love that. And Patty, you were such a support system to her, not only as the co-author of the book, but as a dear friend. So you had known each other for how many years? Oh, well, we knew each other for 10 years in San Antonio. And then I
2: had moved. And I think it was at least um, maybe seven years after yeah. I moved that this began to happen. So we hadn't lost touch exactly. I had been to San Antonio to visit a few times over those years and we exchanged Christmas cards and birthday cards, but we really weren't in touch anymore. But what, what's interesting to me is that the, when I first moved to San Antonio many years before, it was Luann that the Lord used to encourage me because a move to me was almost traumatic because you it's like a death. You, you say goodbye to all your friends and support system and you move far away to a new city. And Luann lived down the street and showed up at my door with cookies and her, her youngest son, who was the same age as my youngest son. And so it was encouragement right off the bat. And she pulled me into her circle of Christian friends and Bible study before we even had a church, because it took some months to visit around churches and figure out. But right away, I had a Christian friend and Christian fellowship through the land. So um, it was
0: just my turn to be there for her. <laughs> I love it. It was like a God-ordained um Relationship because you know he knows the end from the beginning and you know he knew that there was going to come a time where you felt like Luann was such a support to you at that time that you would be able to turn around and reciprocate that so and what a way of doing it um you know I know you were I had written you're a journalist so you'd written a lot of articles and stuff but you know co-authoring a book with a friend is a little bit different isn't it It's very different and.
2: And we really didn't know the outcome. We were writing in Luann's journals just weeks out. Sometimes she couldn't write. She would write in her journals but to work on this as a book. And it took years for her to decide, okay, let's, we're going to do this. The Lord had spoken to her through different friends saying, you need to write a book. And so when she asked me, I knew I was ready. I asked my husband, can I do this? I had been working. I had a job where I was like a hamster on a wheel, churning out articles. And that job had suddenly ended because the person who used to have that job was ready to come back in-house to work. And so it was like my temporary job suddenly ended. And I knew how to write a lot better from that job. And so the Lord prepared me even in that and in different ways he prepared me. And I knew I was ready that if, if she decided, yes, I need to do this, that I would be the one to do
0: it. Wow, the provision of the Lord showing up for you, Ann, providing mm-hmm. you not only with a dear friend and a great support system, but someone who can take the, the creative piece of it, and even in your brokenness and, and mm-hmm. just trying to get through it, to be able to just like hug you and say, hey, you can do this, and also understanding that sometimes you did need that space and that time. So I love the fact that you mentioned journaling, because I believe that that is just one of the many ways that God speaks to us. And something I was so incredibly impressed with when I was reading this book, and again, if you're just watching, logging onto the broadcast, it is the signs of his presence and i absolutely love that because we're always people throw around the lingo all the time of the presence of god the presence of god and you know you they look at it as some major spiritual encounter you know god showing up in the moment and he time after time after did but he used his word so many times and then other people that were tuned in to the holy spirit to confirm and, you know, the, the Bible talks about it out of abundance or um, talks about let it be established two or more. And I just seen that theme in this book how God would speak to you and then someone would come along and confirm it. That had to encourage you during a difficult time. Oh, it was terribly
1: encouraging. You know, it, it literally would, and that would make my blessing column. So not only would I journal, but at this time I decided every Saturday I had to write down 10. Concrete blessings, mm-hmm. and it, not just that I woke up, but some days that was probably a remarkable. That, but you know, something, and many, many times it was a repetition of scripture either through his word or that a friend, uh, there would be people that didn't know each other, but but his word, uh, I just felt that was the Holy Spirit moving, and and people that aren't connected, people that I didn't even know, uh, he supplied uh, just in, in, beautiful ways, but the scripture and then the outpouring of love, I knew, um, those were signs that he was with me. And if you'll show the cover, there is a special bird on that cover. If you'll zoom in and it's a cardinal, I called it a red bird. And I really had never noticed these in San Antonio or really anywhere else. And at the beginning of, um, the book, um, I thought, oh, is that cardinal speaking to me? My mother, um, I had been told she was dying. I needed to get to East Texas and these cardinals and they were just red birds. I called them and I thought that's weird. But it would be the most interesting time they would show up. And I felt God's presence with even not just his word, but with these cardinals. And I didn't know that that's something that other people have experienced. I had no idea. I had at first I thought, oh, I can't include these in the story. And then I said, well, they were such a blessing and that I felt God gave them to me. And I wanted to share that with other people that um, these concrete examples. Um, and I'll see birds since then. I see cardinals and, and it's not the same. These were intentional. They were the. it was timing. Um, they were it wasn't like, oh, I wish I could make one appear. And, and when you're reading the book, so a concrete, not just in his word where you're expecting to see signs of his presence. You, when you go to the word, you're, you're like, okay, I, I need something today. And, but this was not like that at all. And, uh, nor like when, when, with people, how we, you know, we were the hands and feet of God and that I experienced, but, um, so it was just an interesting phenomenon for me that he, that he, that God would uh, be so personal and, yes. and let this, you know, that, that was it throughout he whatever you're going through, he is going the person, you know, he was just so personal and I would, I would get so excited. I would just, uh, it would lift my spirits that I, I couldn't e- explain almost. I hope that I conveyed it in the book, uh, what he did. And Patty was wonderful to help me. Is this okay? I really want to share this is, you know, what people think I'm crazy. Well, I <laughs> need to know God, you know, we, we worship a supernatural God. And yes. he, is not, he does not do, he is not in a box and, and what he can do for, you know, his children. And so um, I experienced that. You
0: know. Wow, that is so beautiful. And I love it because God, God does uh, through nature many times that I am. When I was reading this, my first thought was, I've got to get this book to my sister, Marcia. She has had experiences oh. where she went through a very difficult time and cardinals show up. Um, And so it was confirmation. I was like, that's a God thing. The first when I didn't realize that. And I don't want to give too much of the story away because I do want you to go purchase this book. I actually want you to purchase multiple copies because I believe this is one you need to have in your car. And so that whenever you do run into someone that's going through a trial or tribulation and they're trying to find God in the midst of it, this will encourage and inspire them. And I don't want to give away too much of it, but if you can see, I just want to read this little part here. It says, It will take you through Lou Ann's discovery of an amazing God who is indeed present in times of trouble, according to Psalms 46, 1 and close to the brokenhearted, Psalms 34, 18. Now, there's a whole bunch more here, but I want you to get the book. I don't want to give away too many of the secrets here, <laughs> even though it's on the back, but uh, for sake of time. So, Patty, here you were helping one of your you know, dear friends co-author a book, but yet you were having to, as a writer, you were also having to rely on the, the God coming in and healing of the heart to where she could be to a point where she could discuss this and uh, not be able to go through it. What were some of the things that God had you do to encourage Luann during that time? I know you obviously were a great support. Well, we worked together and it was encouraging to work together. I, After working with
2: Luann on this book, I would never want to write a book alone um, <laughs> because we were an encouragement to it. She would see things that I didn't see in the writing, but I would see things in her story that she hadn't seen. and And it would be a blessing for us together to to realize the significance of what we were writing that we didn't even realize how significant it was in God's word. It encouraged us to dive into God's word to see, oh, my gosh, this happened to so-and-so. Let's look this up. Let's see what happened. And so even with the cardinals, um, if Luanne had wanted to include anything in her story that I did not feel was scriptural, and she wouldn't either have wanted to include it. But God used all kinds of animals, birds. He even used a worm for Jonah. <laughs> yeah. So, this was very scriptural, and we have the same God of yesterday as the God of today. He's a God of all comfort, the God of encouragement, he's the God of consolation. And if God wants to do things for Luann that he never did to me, that's just fine because I don't want to be in the hot seat that she's in either, to where I need such encouragement and desperation. So, I was happy to see every tender mercy that God allowed. Luann, and I could see what a difference it would make in her Mm -hmm. um, demeanor, not her demeanor, that's the wrong word, in her ability to cope with what the crushing weight of concern that she was under, a little bit of encouragement could make her day. It could bring her from not wanting to see anyone or go out the door. It would give her the strength to go another day, to go the distance. At one point, she had to go to work. And that was hard. She had to put on a professional work face and underneath she was crumbling. But God's encouragement, whether it was God's word or God's um, encouragement through someone else, doing something kind for her when they didn't even know. Mm -hmm. And I will share one specific. There was a woman who who called Luann and said she felt led to every Monday bring Luann a meal. Mm -hmm. Well, she didn't know that Luann was starting to work. And Mondays were her hardest day because she spent the weekend going to travel to visit Pat, her husband. And it was emotionally and physically draining to make that trip and to be in that place and to experience all that. And so Monday was her hardest workday. She didn't even know it yet. How, how hard Mondays were going to be. We began to call them meltdown Mondays because Mondays were so difficult for her. But before she even told people she was going to work, this woman felt like the Lord was telling her to make Luann a meal every Monday. She would show up with a hot meal after Luann's work day. It was, it was just the Lord's days. encouragement. And I saw that I was a witness. I wasn't just hearing Luann tell me so that I could write it. I knew from talking to her that these things were happening and they were happening at just the right time when she most needed encouragement.
0: Wow, that is absolutely beautiful. But that is how faithful our father is. He is the same yesterday. I'm I'm telling you, when I was reading this book, y'all, I was so moved by how God would intervene. And, you know, through his word, through the confirmation, through the support, and it was like he was just so present in every circumstance. And, you know, this family endured blow after blow after blow. And it was just like, this could have crushed a lot of people. It could have really tested the faith of someone. But they passed the Test by staying close to him. And I had to think about um, my own walk and my own journey, and how times God was faithful to me. So if you're going through a trial, a tribulation, if you're going through illness, if you're going through, you know, a loss of a loved one, if you're going through someone in addiction, or someone in prison, whatever the case may be, this is the type of stuff that you need to read. This is what you need to get in your hands. Because God not only used the support of her friends to encourage her, but now he's turning around and using it to support us. So I encourage you guys to really check this out. This is an amazing book. And it's all over the place where fine books are sold. So you can find it on Amazon. You can find it everywhere. And I just want to bring it up here close again so that you can see. And I absolutely love this story. So there it was an element of truth in here. And a lot of times people don't want to talk about it. But we, you know, the Bible tells us that we war. We do not war against flesh and blood but with principalities. And there was very evident presence of evil coming at your family and the injustice and all of that. So Luann, when it came, Can you hear? Me? Okay. Okay, that great. It,
1: my computer froze. Uh, oh, absolutely. I never wanted, I, I would tell people, oh, I never wanted to be the poster child for spiritual warfare. That is no. not what you want to be. Yet there I found myself um, and I, 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 it was tangible. It was real. Um, I did not, ex- I had never experienced it in that way. However, what helped me um which i I would have never understood this if i hadn't experienced it but seeing uh supernatural evil i knew there was a supernatural god you there was no way we could have one without the other and i think that it would reinforce anyone who's doubting especially when you're praying and your prayers you feel like they're not getting above the ceiling and if they are the answer is definitely not what you you know it wasn't your first second third fourth or fifth choice for his answer so you start um but but because of the spiritual warfare and what i would see and experience i didn't doubt that god that god wasn't real that he wasn't there i didn't understand you know his ways are not our ways i didn't understand but i never doubt that he wasn't there because i i was buffeted with the the spiritual warfare
0: in tangible very tangible ways wow wow i absolutely um i would agree with you 100 percent. when we go through these things it is it is a pressing, but it is the sh- the proof you know there's that saying that the enemy runs after the one uh you know on a football field he runs after the person with the ball and wow. so it's just like i trying to tackle that person he was pursuing you but god's presence was so strong it held that at bay because you were staying in his peace regardless of the circumstances. And they were difficult circumstances. But the word was just like, so every it's like every time you opened your journal to spend time in the word with the Lord, it's like he just came back with his loving kindness and just lavished that on you. So Patty, you were quite uh, the intercessor, if you will, the prayer warrior through all of this, you can see this as well. Is that not true? I
2: did see it. I actually doubted Luanne at first because I knew she was under so much pressure that I wondered if she was just feeling things that weren't really spiritual warfare, but just the natural being in the wrong place at the wrong time and those when bad things happen to good people kind of thing. And is this necessarily spiritual warfare? I, I didn't express my doubt to her, but I wondered. And but the more that I witnessed things happening, I knew that this this is not normal, um, and there seemed to be a pattern. It seemed like every time Luann would be encouraged, a dagger would come out of nowhere. And there's a chapter dealing with daggers. It was like, like Satan was out to destroy Luann's faith. It was a, it was a faith battle. And if you think you can't doubt, it's probably because you've never had enough bad days in a row. Um, but suffering can do that to you, the best person it can do that to. And it caused them to do a lot of reading about other people that were suffering. And, and it is a universal thing that you go through. You, you can have doubts about God. Does God really love me? Why is he allowed this? Why me? You just think all of these things, all those things can happen to someone else, and it doesn't affect your faith. But when it happens to you, it really is personal and it can affect your faith. And Satan was out to destroy the man's faith.
0: Yes, absolutely. When Jesus came to give her life and life more abundant. I love that you touched on the whole whole universal suffering. We have all been there. But something that you said to me before the broadcast, and it might have even been on our emails back and forth. But you had talked about this is not a how-to manual and I love that because everybody's experiences are different and God is so you know he loves us so much he meets us right where we're at you know maybe Seth maybe you're watching this and you're going but I don't have that much of the knowledge of the Bible uh, it, it's a good time to get that knowledge it's, it's a good time to get into the word and start studying the word you know to show yourself approved so that when these tested times come then we're able to stand and the Bible tells us when we've done everything else just to stand so living had a great deal of scripture Our In her heart, she already was aware of this, but she just stands through some difficult times. So, talk about that if you would, Luann, the suffering uh, portion of how this would minister to someone who might be going through something right now. Okay,
1: well, for one thing, I would give them permission to scream uh, against our God. David did, you know, and I just love the Psalms. And I would see David just raising his fist and saying, Why, why, why? And don't you see this? And why aren't you? you know, doing, moving your mighty hand. So uh, kicking and screaming is fine, uh, God. And then just let him uh, wrap his arms around you. Uh, Patty one time said, I think it's going to be okay, but you are going to have to just calm down. So it's okay to have that, um, you know, you're just ready to lash out. Uh, fatigue would hit in with me. I would be exhausted and um, trying to uh, just make it through the next day i think that that you know for whatever you're suffering for whatever the um as you were saying the it the tragedy in your life whatever um that you were going through um give yourself permission to um, rest i just think rest was very key Uh, patty would remind me uh, have you eaten (laughs) have you had anything nourishment um (laughs) And some, you know, she was so, you know, well, I had Lay's potato chips and no, that's, that's really not what I was asking you. Have you had, you know, nourishment Um, and something that I, you had mentioned about knowing God's word. I remember as a young, in my twenties, almost being afraid to get too close to God. I didn't Mm -hmm. want him to think that I could handle something, you know, or just that I'll, I'll keep him at bay and I won't get too close. And then when people, when everything started coming at us, and said, Oh, I bet you got close to God during this. And I said, you know, I'm glad I knew him before. I'm glad that we were that I was aware of who who God is, you know, and, and, and where what the source of my strength was, because that's not the time. <laughs> when you uh you're depleted, you know, and, and you have I and mean, God's deposit to you. I would lean on others, but he and he is there. It's a, he's a very personal, very present. Um but the suffering, I, I, I don't know. Um, I just think people need to know he will be there. And mm-hmm. to um, you know, be still. That's why I just don't know. I, I just can't say rest enough to be still, whatever that takes. And in our society, we don't know how to be still. You know, if we sit down, that's we think that there's something wrong with us. Mm-hmm. We just what the television's on. So, uh, but suffering's very real. Um, we don't suffer well. We don't grieve well. in in our culture so um, we're we're told just keep going you know and what I would tell someone suffering stop be still rest kick and scream (laughs) but but, uh, Patty what would you add to that
2: yeah when you really don't want to you really don't want to pray sometimes and probably at the time you most need to So sometimes Luann would want prayer, but she wouldn't want to pray. And so I'd have to remind her that James says, let the afflicted one pray. And she was the afflicted one. And I would listen to her pray. And and as she prayed, it would release things uh, that she didn't want to admit, that she needed to forgive again. She forgave many times the same situations, but she, you know, they're like weeds. They would keep popping up and she'd have to pull again and and so in prayer, that's what happens. The Lord shine, is able to shine a spotlight on you, on what you need to say. The Holy Spirit is able to, to speak what needs to be said in prayer. And I would, I would see that that brought Lou Anne real relief in a way that if I'd prayed for her. It might not have been the same because I couldn't spotlight her need the way the Holy Spirit could when she opened herself up to pray. Mm -hmm. So So that level
0: of accountability uh, role that you played, Patty, of of keeping her, you know, basically not going off the crazy train. And I don't mean to say say that crazy like, but I can't think of another word to describe it. But when you're in that place of pain, you need someone to say, hey. Have you, you know, go take a shower, you know, eat some prop, uh, some protein, <laughs> throw away the potato chips. And so there was that account loving accountability, obviously. That I'd like to people. say, though,
2: I'd like to say that I was like her speed dial friend, but, <laughs> but I was not present. I was a five hour drive away, plane, plane away. She had friends the Lord supplied to her. She was a member of the body of Christ. And I hope that every reader. Would take that away. They need the body of Christ. The body of Christ surrounded her and prayed for her and visited her and brought her meals. And and I was only the speed dial friend. That's all that I could be. Sometimes my praying was for the Lord to send someone to her door. That's Mm -hmm. how much she needed someone in the flesh, not just on the phone. And the Lord would do that. And so that would bless me too, seeing, oh my gosh. Look what you did, God. So it was a blessing for me to see his encouragement
0: for land. Ah, oh, how beautiful, uh, you know, Lou Anne, even though it was an incredibly challenging, difficult time in your life, the Lord did bring uh, community, you know, we heal in community we and did. that surrounding place. And I'm so grateful for the speed dial friends in our lives, right? We need right. them. We need the spiritual reinforcement, but the practical uh, things of even just like the woman bringing you dinner on Mondays, the, the practical things really minister to us as well during times of difficulty. So ladies, oh my goodness, this is so incredible. Incredibly amazing. But I uh, you were almost out of time. So Louie if you could leave the audience with a key, what would that okay. be? Doing?
1: Okay. Um, you know what? I would just draw, I'm gonna draw a verse. It's Psalm 8617. Uh, 86, 17, and that would be to give us a sign of your goodness, because mm-hmm. you, oh Lord, have helped me and you have comforted me. So, I just love that verse.
0: Oh, The powerful verse. Thank you for sharing that. Patty, how about you? What key would you leave the audience with? God is a God of comfort. And if and if he hasn't comforted
2: you, it's because you either haven't believed that he will or you haven't needed him desperately enough. So desperation does drive you to pray, but it can also drive you to see who your God really is.
0: Ooh, that is so good. So good. I'll tell you, listen, y'all just hit the right now. It's live. But if you're watching this on YouTube, I just want you just to slide that dial back a little bit and hear that again. Okay. We do need <laughs> to press into his presence. We do need to see God in the midst of the turmoil and the trial and the stress and so forth. And this book is not only one that is going to encourage you and inspire you. This is a, this was so scriptural, packed full of scriptures and like i said they didn't have to go searching to to find a scripture to make their point it was all throughout god speaking through the during the time and and being there you know with with just the support that she needed and the confirmation of his word so i want to encourage you guys again go ahead and go purchase this book, share it with your friends family and listen it's not too early to start buying Christmas presents. So go ahead and give for some gifts out there for some people and let them be blessed. Ladies, I want to thank you for taking the time to be on the broadcast today. Thank you, Maggie. Thank you, you, Maggie. Oh, you're very welcome. God bless you guys. We will see you here next time on Keys to Your Best Life. Bye-bye. Bye, thanks, Maggie.